This is hot garbage. This sounds like shit. No one's gonna buy that. Is it a hit? Right, I'm over here meal prepping. All my meals are bland. Welcome, it's people. Welcome, friends. Oh, we're back. here at back. the back. newest. Oh, he's back. Now the recording episode of Is This Nowly? a Hit? With Max and Pat, the A&R reps. And with <laughs> myself singing songs for you. People, do you Why like are you music? Talking? <laughs> Ugh. This is nasty, Nathan Sharp. Do you like songs stop talking like this all right I'll just let him finish man let him finish i i can't i this is some are you hot for it cool down cut your sleeves off your shirt hop in a baby pool you don't have to socially distance inside of a baby pool Well, welcome to a new episode of Is the Is It a Hit? Uh, I'm Max, and uh, my co-host Pat. Uh, yo, I, and uh, we'll we'll talk for a bit. Sometimes Nate will join in, but really, what Nate's here to do is just to listen and then play a song for us about what we talked about. He's basically like our jester in this kangaroo court of life, isn't that right, uh, Nate? Well, I was expecting you to say, isn't this right, Pat? Because I was ready to sit back and, and listen. Do y'all complain about, you know, <laughs> relatively vapid things on the grand scale of it? Yeah. Well, listeners, we're still deeply affected by last week's episode. Right. That song was garbage. If you haven't heard it, I don't encourage you to. Yeah, I would actually, you know, unsubscribe from our channel after having heard that song. Dislike Um, it. Yeah, dislike, unsubscribe. Um, I know that we've already spent your Patreon money, but man, I would file a lawsuit. Um, This needs to end, and this needs to end violently. Um, We're we're giving uh, permission to all the Karens to call the manager because it was bad. It was not worth it. And I know that most of the stuff we do is free, um, you know, with the exception of our live shows and our uh, Meal Prep Sunday Patreon-only videos and our, uh, you know, Take Them Home Tuesday Patreon videos. We don't even know what those, why people are paying for those. I don't even know what it means. But, um, but yeah, like, these ones are free. Um, I would ask for my money back still after having heard that song. But we're, we're on the, we're on the, the hunt. For a new one, we're ready for a new hit, for a new, you know, something in here. I actually have, you know, something that I was I was listening to some music and I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? I think we're trying too hard. Okay. Sometimes. What we listen to? You listen to Creed? I was listening to, well, I always listen to Creed. Of course I was listening to Creed. Oh, my arms are wide open. Um, and you know that I love Golden Streams. Um, so. But I was listening to Rusted Root, and I was like, we're trying too hard. Which we Rusted Root song? That one Rusted Root song? The only Rusted Root song that's out there uh, where he doesn't say any words. It's just the whole thing. It's like, a it's just yep. a, a bunch of nonsense. Send me on my way. Boop, 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 boop
but I think great. Pat, we can agree that song's a hit. That song is a hit. But here's the thing: name any lyrics from that song. Bubby say Bubby Yum, Bubby Yum, Bubbly. Bubby say Bubby No more. Send me on my way. I think that's send me on my way, but you don't need someone to send you on your way. No, I think he's got a semi on the way. Yeah, maybe he's just got a chub. Would you know that word. song yeah. was called, like, would you know that he was saying send me on my way if they, if they didn't, like, write it in text when you select the song? Like, you know, if it wasn't on the right, CD, yeah. send me on my way. Would you know that? Like, if they were just kind of like. They were just kind of like zooming in on his like sweatpants and you could just kind of see the outline of his chub there. Like, I'd be like, oh, he's got a semi on the way. You know what oh, I mean? now I get it. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd be like, oh, I get it. It's, uh, oh, this 90s um, hippie is uh, half chub. That's a 90s song? Yeah. No, that's like a... That's like from like 1977, isn't it? Absolutely not. <laughs> that's a hard night. Heard that song? <laughs> really? Yeah. Guys, all right. Let's see who's closer. Pat, give me a year before I look at it. I said 1990, dude. Okay, I said 1975. I'm gonna guess like 1994. Oh shit! They were for- the band was formed in 1990. Ooh, man! How much time did it take them to get a massive hit? Um, immediately. Oh. (laughs) It uh, okay? So let's see when uh, "Send Me on the Way" is. uh, I don't know when that song was. Um, okay, "Send Me on My Way" is from '94. Shit, I am usually guys. Okay, don't mean to toot my own horn, but when it comes to years in pop culture. I'm usually pretty good, pretty close. That uh, might be the worst I've ever been. Well, I you think, it I, up because that's why we hired. Yeah, certain, you know, I'm a numbers guy, but yeah. like I, I remember like seeing a rusted root, like you know those like albums you could buy at Best Buy that had like the gray covers and it was like the definitive collection of like Run DMC or Hall and Oates. Yeah. But and I saw one for Rusted Root once. I'm like, man, Rusted Root must be like an old band with a long storied history, but no, not really. I guess they may be there, but it only started in like 1990. It was the definition of a one hit wonder. Are they? But they had that album at Best Buy. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, do they just have different versions of that one song? Oh man, I would definitely buy an album that was just different remixes of that song. Send me on my way. I think like, like like, if it was like 12 EDM remixes of Send send me on the way. I would definitely listen to that one. Yeah. All of them. And then hit the club. And then hit the club with your own semi on the way. Oh, um, boy. Get a little <laughs> folk coming through. <laughs> I feel a little poke coming through. Fucking that song. Oh, God no. damn. Yeah. Um, that song was so happy i was in like seventh grade when that song we started grinding in seventh grade is that a song i I feel a little coming through really you and girl you know i found it oh you know i can't help it (laughs) you know what i want to do yeah yeah. great song Yeah, dancing kind of close. I feel a little, a little poke, poke 
Coming through <laughs> on you. Yeah, that's what it's about like dancing at the club and getting a little excited. Got or, a girl all up in the lap. Yeah, dancing as a seventh grader in a gym. You know, it could be either or. Yeah. But uh, that would be like feel a little pu- oh I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, I mean it's still like that. That's I mean And that my... song would be a hit. Yeah. That song was also a hit. So again, you know, Russell, uh, sorry I, about that. Well, we're just, you know we're just talking about different hits. You know, not knowing you don't have to have lyrics really. That's not part of it. Uh, yeah. You can even talk about semis, right? That's two songs now that we've we've talked about. Chubs, you know, half Chubs, semis. I don't think I've talked about, whatever about you want. Chubs in either of these songs. And maybe that's, that's what I'm a, saying. That's a lack of integrity on my part. I'm not being integritable to the system. I'm not being accountable to the rules we've thought. set forth. Yeah. Like, you could write a song. What are some things you could tell? You know, you could be like, you could be out driving around, and then you just kind of see, like, a mom with her kid, but, you know, her, like, shirt's not buttoned right, and then you're just like, well, I know where my head's at. And then you could write about that scenario. You know what well, I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Got a kind of semi on the way here. I'd- as I recall, I think I'm filling in this stuff pretty well. Because for the song I wrote for you all last week, I believe I wrote? did mention that I, you know, driving around, one of the lines <laughs> said, says I'm stroking. So, okay. you know, right. I, think I'm, right. I think I'm ahead of you. Maybe, but also make a good song. How about <laughs> I think I need to rewrite <laughs> F Race 1989. <laughs> I think it needs a few more edits. So maybe the new format for the show is it is is it a hit, but you're just constantly trying to make the same song differently to determine is this one song a hit? I don't want to live in a world where a song with the title Death Race 1989 is not a hit. Is that, is that like is that like Candle in the Wind 97? Yeah, it's an update. Oh my god. It's also oh, dedicated to Princess Die. I'm going to quit. If this is what if this devolves into just Nathan Fighting, finding ways to put Death Race 1989 into a song. I'm just gonna leave. I'm gonna walk. All right. I'm gonna put well, down. I'm gonna put down in my notes. No Death Race. Hold on. Yeah. This is gonna turn into like Paul Rudd and Mac and me. We're just gonna get pranked like Conan O'Brien. Guys, I promise the song is not about Death Race. <laughs> I'm here to per- play my new, so- my new song. Guys, I promise. It was good. It's definitely possible. Oh, man. And the best part, the reason that it's possible, this is why I'm going to say it's possible. I'm not. I, it, it's not that Nate is funny enough to pull that off several times. It's that he's lazy enough to do that. That's where he's at. Oh, man, that's good. Oh. Words don't matter. And you really should try to fit in some nonsense, like jarbled words, into your into your song. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I I think that makes sense. I really think. Yeah. Listen, as we've established before, I'm in this for the money. And yeah. if you don't have to write anything, if you can 
subscribe to just using la la's and ya ya's and maybe my weight. Yeah. I think you're at a pretty good yeah. spot. You can't alienate someone. Look, we we are in um, a, a tense, tense climate right now, right? People oh are. Oh boy! Like, Here he goes. Here he yeah, goes. Let's, you don't want to get on either side. Right? You want to. You want to sit on that fence. You want to like. You want to make sure nobody's mad at all. I mean, you don't want Nobody, to get these 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 hopped up morons angry. They'll. You know, they they firmly established that they will. They they smear feces on places. They they'll get hot about it. Right We're on either side. For like, right. Well, I mean, there's the one side that was smearing feces in a federal building. <laughs> but listen, we, let's uh, it. hold on. Let's, let's agree that it's yeah, not that kind of show. Yeah, we don't want to get into it. This isn't that um, kind of show. Here's the thing. Here's the oh, thing, people. I just want it to be fun. What I'm saying is, you can't offend anyone. You can't offend. You're not anyone. saying words. If you're not saying words, and do you know what that means? <laughs> a larger audience. Do you know who sells? <laughs> R- Rusted Ooh. Root. Rihanna. Yeah. They sell. No one buys yeah. a Rihanna album or a song for her words. They buy them for, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Like Christina Aguilera. You buy her for her runs. You buy her albums for her runs. Yeah. Simeon Malay. Love runs. Simeon I mean, you fun. buy and use your illusion one and two double pack. And you ain't getting any. Oh! <laughs> yeah, I guess you know. You know, thinking about you having sex is gross, but I think you making sex noises could be pretty fun. What's that? Yeah. You I, mean, like, I think that's valid, Pat. What about that? Uh, that's that part where Axl Rose is having sex and he goes, "Oh, I want to watch you bleed." <laughs> You're gonna die! Wait a minute, were all of these sex lines? Yeah. Like, there were other sex lines. Like, I want, you know, knees, knees, and all that stuff. But yeah. then he immediately oh. says, I want to watch you bleed. Like, uh, that is correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Man. You, could, you could get a lot of sex grunts in. Um, once you start listening to uh, the uh, Guns N' Roses and you, you've been made aware of the sex noises, you can't unhear it. It's basically all you hear when you're listening to those songs. I have to admit, I spent a large part of my childhood, uh, and I don't even know if I succeeded, trying to be like Axl Rose when he goes, knees. Like, I would replay that like, part just because I was like, man, that's so rhythmic and so consistent. And it's so difficult to do. Like, when I was a kid, and it still seems yeah. kind of difficult to do, but I spent a lot of time trying to sound like Axl Rose. He's got, a lot, part, though. he's got a lot of spite in it. He's a if you listen to man. it back, hot spite. There's a lot of spite in there. Knees, knees. Yeah, that's a good noise work you know those things and no actual words um some sex grunts um what else sometimes you can just make up words you don't have to have like you know they can be almost words that one uh, what um about when, uh what, what about when axel rose goes 
Learn to live like an animal. <laughs> he just, yeah. Okay, this is a good thing. Putting a weird amount of emphasis on a on a on a, a, a syllable or a word that doesn't warrant it. It is something that's kind of fun in songs. Just like a lot of like, give that one a lot of shush, like, you know. You writing this down? There, I'm Nathan? writing it all down. Listen, I'm hot for the hits. I want to know what's on the finger of the pulse of America. And right now I've learned that it's not yeah. words. It's more the grunts and the oohs and ahs. You want to know what's written words. on the finger on the pulse? Yeah. Animal. I animal! Yeah, it's a, he's got a weird vocal range. He makes a lot of weird decisions. Like, if he were to go on American Idol now and try all of those weird like choices and no one's ever heard Guns N' Roses before like he was trying to get his big break on American Idol he'd get laughed off the stage yeah absolutely <clears throat> I'll agree but that's how it goes you know it's pretty much only one person doesn't get laughed off a stage on American Idol yeah and that person is uh, I don't know what was Katie like Clay Aiken Clay Aiken Nah, yeah. Clay Aiken got Clay number two. Macon. Oh yeah, Ruben he lost, Stutter. That was he lost to Ruben Stutter. Oh. Yeah. What about um? What about that song by uh the one about um? It's like fake songs. Well, no, this this to, like, make songs to sound like. Oh, we're talking about hits. Got it. That's right. Hits. We're talking about hits. Talking about hits. It's that that kind of fit into the like I don't know what he's saying. Right. Got it. Got and it. I was thinking about um snow. It's the, the song by Snow, um, Informer. So it's like you get Informer. He like puts a lot of time. He's like Informer. Yeah. Okay. See what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We don't know any of those words at all. We got Informer, and that's about it. Okay. That's so what I'm saying is, words don't matter at all. It's more about you're gonna put some weird stank on it. You know what I mean? Ooh, put the stank on. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Write that down. Put stank on. Yeah, so these two or three examples prove our point. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Inform. I like how we're, we're just going to bring up songs that we just cannot play. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, we're doing a great job at singing them. <laughs> yeah. That's the... <laughs> um, but uh, do we want to talk about anything that is not directly about the songwriting and, and creation process? Do we want to? Do we, is there anything you want to talk about that's oh hot you know... takes? No, yeah, like... we do hot takes. We could, you know, I, I, last week I asked about. Uh, the, I had, you know, we both had the uh, gears to grind with Atlantis Morissette. Oddly oh, enough, yeah. that was weird. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, what about this, guys? If you guys had a dream job, what do you think it would be? Oh, yeah. My dream job would be discovering something on accident that is so stupid it's genius and just kind of fall ass backwards into money. You want to Beverly Hill you know release I mean? yourself into it. You want to shoot yeah, but I wanna, like hit, hit oil? Yeah, but like I want to like almost die and then like just have like two things smashed together and be like, huh? And then like just be like, I'll put this wrench on this screwdriver 
uh-huh. And then like it's just like people are like, I'll pay a billion dollars for that. It's like okay. I don't know why I'm south southern all of a sudden. But yeah, like I just Yeah, I mean well, we all wanna get we all wanna get rich on accident. That's that's not, yeah. you know, a dream job. I'm talking about a job that you do for the rest of your life that you think would be <laughs> awesome. And like it's a career. It's not an accident. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I also want to win the lottery. There, that is my dream job. Good talking to you guys. Signing off. Yeah, but the thing the thing I did, I have some agency, right? It's not a ton, but it's some, right? Like you you paid for a ticket, that's about it, right? Like I almost died. Yeah. Oh. That's cool. My dream job, two chicks at the same time. Yep, there it is. <laughs> Done. That's my job. One time I went to a strip club and uh the DJ got up on stage. Um, with like 15 women, he wrapped the entirety of um, this new booty, but not just like the verse, like verse one and then like a chorus. Like he sang all three choruses. He knew all the lyrics and like these 15 girls just like shook their ass the whole time. Right. And I just kept waiting for it to be done because I thought it was going to be like, I'm going to do a verse and then I'm going to hand off the show to these naked girls. Didn't happen. Stayed up on stage, almost like he was flicking off the audience. Like, I'm putting in my time. I'm going to sing this song. I practiced. But I can tell you this. No one wanted him to do that. I think that guy is pretty cool. Or allows that guy to get up on stage and be the person that no one wants to see. Like, I think that that's a pretty cool spot. Like, just having the confidence to be like, I know you came here and you paid money and you did, like, a drink minimum so you could see some boobs and some butts. But here I am, some schlubby guy, and I know all the words to a ludicrous song. And you you're going to listen. If you think about it, Pat, you were doing that the entire time you were in the Butt Boys. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But, yeah, I think that's kind of a cool gig. Right, like it's not. Oh. It's not gonna pay the bills. Yeah, strip club like, DJ. Okay. No, not strip club cool. DJ. Like, someone gets on, and you're like, "Oh, well, this like is a, a leading strip club hype man." Got it. Yeah, strip club hype man that no one wants. All right. Yeah. That's a kind of a cool job. <laughs> that would be a pretty cool job. Um, Nathan. Yeah, Nathan. What do you think? I was about to amend my dream job to being, you know, strip club DJ because you, you really painted it nicely. <laughs> but yeah. what I was well, first uh, thinking is a dream job. Segment over, segment over, three votes for strip club DJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's your dream job? We all say strip club DJ. <laughs> the stage, me. And then you get up and you just... I hope you guys like the third verse of Mrs. Yeah. New Booty. I know all the words. Here I go. <laughs> Up for the interlude, the halftime show is Nasty Nathan Sharp with Death Race 1989. <laughs> <laughs> it is now 4 a.m. and you gotta go home. Death Race 1989. Get him, Nasty Nate. <laughs> Let's... <laughs> all right, go ahead, man. Sorry. Here's the thing. I had to jump in. No, I mean, it's good to be a strip club DJ. We can't deny it. We have to say that that's one of the top jobs. But First responders, I think, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, first responders, and yeah, we we got we got to love those people, man. We got to love our first responders. Yeah, our EMTs, our uh, ER nurses, and our strip club DJs. <laughs> all the first responders out there. I like how all the strip club DJs are like, I'm going syphilitic and crazy. It's a little COVID. It's not going to hurt. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Nate, okay. what were you saying? I think Sorry it would be that. cool to be the best person in the world at something. Because literally, there's a small professional market for everything. But then there's sponsors. And whoever's the best person in the world gets sponsorships. So, like, uh, imagine being, you know, there's, like, pistol shooting champions, people that have, like, old Wild West revolver skills. Like, yeah. that's a pretty cool they job. Just, just to be your job is shoot just shooting pistols? stuff real fast, and then you get sponsorships oh, yeah, you yeah. live. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Or, like, being like, a Rubik's of... Cube champion, and you get a speed cube that's, like, real well greased. And then people, like, you know, they inscribe your signature on it and send it to worse speed cubers who buy it for $29.95 a pop. Uh, I feel like you could get a bigger cut of that. But, yeah, that's fine. You guys ever heard of uh, a man by the name of Bobby Badfingers? What's he the greatest in the world at? It sounds like he fingers people. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Bobby Badfingers. What do you think he is the best in the world at? Fingering. No. It's like, I'm 35 and I still finger people. Do you have a guess? I was thinking he was like a hand snapper, like before fights. They're like, he, oh, we need to pump up the, the crowd, like West Side Story. Bring Bobby Badfingers he, in here to give us a real good sn- you know, snap down before the smack down, that kind of thing. It's not too far off. He is a professional snapper. He's a snapper. And he, he was he, right. He he basically is like a kind of guy you would see on like America's Got Talent, and he'll do like he'll perform songs, and the only rhythm that he performs on it is his snaps. It's pretty great. There's not much video of him out there because he came into my consciousness maybe ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't remember where I saw him. Probably America's Got Talent. Or probably just the YouTube hole. Yeah. But, or maybe it was like the AV club. Probably the AV club. They tend to direct me towards weird pop culture things. Um, and uh, yeah, Bobby Badfinger. So in terms of like best in the world, that guy's doing it. Snapping. Living his dream. Probably not doing what Pat said, but other stuff. <laughs> but do you want to be the best in the world at something that somebody else finds at best annoying? I mean, uh, here's the thing about Bobby Badfingers. Can he get sponsorship money? Are there snapping sponsors, know. you know? Like finger guards and... It's Krispies or something? So you, okay, you're looking for the best at something. So like, what would be an example of what you'd want to be the best at? Or a person who's already the best at something that is sponsored. But not like an obvious one. Well, like, here's what the best strip club a DJ in the world would get in terms of sponsorships. Well, they'd get a big cut of the gate because they'd be a high quality. Imagine like a one of these name yeah. brand DJs DJing at a strip club. They could command extra money for the cover. All right, let's think yeah, of like different. Guys are shuffling in. They're like, I come here for the broken women, but I stay for Bobby Badfingers. Right, like that? <laughs> I mean, there's a few Bobby people that came for Bobby Badfingers. They're like, I love that Badfingers. He's a great scenario, strip Bobby club Badfingers DJ is slash snap. Also a strip club DJ. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, we can't say that he picked the right career path. To be the best in the world at snapping and to have, like, less, you know, um, income, incomization, monetization, there you go. Having fewer monetization opportunities than your standard strip club DJ. That's <laughs> tough. I mean, do you think he gets sponsors? Do you think people pay him for that? I mean, he got an America's Got Talent, so. I think it's America Was Talent. We just want to be grammatically correct here. That's right. America Was Talent, because it was a rerun. America yeah. Has Talent. America Had Talent back then. Oh. Yeah. We need to get back to that. Yeah. Back so, to talent. Um, two votes for <laughs> you will not find it here. Oh, fuck. All right. Um, what about, like, if you were the best at, like, devil sticks or something? Just, like, spinning that third stick. I think devil sticks are terrible. And it's not just because yeah, of their pseudo-satanic name. You don't, you don't like devil sticks, dude? Have you ever seen someone, like, get after it? You Have you? Yeah. I just you know them as like those confusing sticks that that one annoying person that you know knows has. Uh, and you know, you try hey. it out for a few seconds and you give it back to them because it's hard. Oh no, you let them do it. I mean, it's art. Ah. You took, wait, you went up to somebody that was doing devil sticks and were like, let me have those. Everyone. Doesn't everyone try to do devil that sticks is, when you see Oh my them? God, dude. You know, you, you try to balance like the one stick like, between the other sticks. You try, you give it a, you give it a whirl. And you're like, oh, this is hard. You go up to buskers and be like, hey, let me play that guitar. No, I'm because that I know what that feels like. No one knows what I know. Sitting on the like. dock of the bay better than you. Yeah, let me play you this song I hate. It's called Death Race 1989. <laughs> I like that. No, song. you don't. The market always will love it. Don't take some kids' devil sticks. Well, I'm Let not him show you a, what he knows. From a real busker, you know, there's those middle school aspiring buskers. Take it from them. Oh, you let them do their thing. I can't believe you would steal someone's devil sticks. That's very telling. Well, I yeah, wouldn't steal it's, them. It's I'd beautiful. borrow them. I'd ask them, hey, can I play your devil sticks? I mean, I've never done it to a busker. I don't know when the last time I've... I don't know if I've actually ever touched a pair of devil sticks. But the point remains, we deserve to. We, the public of non-devil stick touchers. That sounds wrong. Doing devil sticks. The kid has social problems, okay? If you go up to a devil stick guy, and he has the confidence to stand up and do devil sticks, and you ask him... Hey, man, can I borrow your devil sticks? He doesn't have the wherewithal to say no. He doesn't have that kind of confidence. No person that's doing devil sticks in public has the confidence to turn down a stranger asking them something absurd. And you knew that. And you did it anyway. Well, I'm just trying to listen. It's a new year, new me. That guy's got to level up and I got to level up. And part of my leveling up is asking for what I want. And part of that involves, sticks. you know, asking that guy, hey, let me get a turn of those devil sticks. Let me see if I can yeah. make them run. Hey, I noticed you can't make eye contact with me. Do you mind if I steal your things? Okay. 
That's what you did. I mean, you're making it sound pretty easy. And fun. First off, if you see someone that's doing devil sticks in public, there is a 100% chance that you can kick their ass. Well, I mean, that goes that goes mostly without saying, except they have these sticks. You know, they can maybe do, they can clearly, they're, they're very dexterous with them. Yeah, I think they could do some damage. What if they throw that middle devil stick at you? With another stick. Are you arguing against you stealing devil sticks? You stole the devil sticks. Well, I asked for them politely, the and I took a, took a turn <laughs> at them. stole the devil sticks? Did you, were you able to do anything? Was I able to do anything? No. Yeah, I would have just drop them. Did you just throw them on a fire? What did you do? Well, all right. So if you're going to take someone's devil sticks, you're going to give it a few tries, <laughs> and you're going to say, this is tough. And then you're going to just sort of gently lay them at the feet of the person who had them. Because they're on okay, something I'm gonna be the devil You know, they're hula hooping or, you know, Let's... playing with fireballs. They, they, they move on. No, no. no. We're gonna we're gonna act this out. You're gonna be you. You're gonna come up to me. I'm gonna be a kid that's devil. He's using all his courage to devil stick in public for the first time. Okay, you be you. Ask me if you can take my devil sticks and then take them for a whirl. Okay, and I, I'm just gonna be me. I'm here. Well, wait a minute. This do I have to go them. by your script, or can I say it like I would say to someone? No, you in a come way up to me and ask me for these devil sticks. You you take them for a whirl. So oh. I'm devil sticking in public. This is my first time. Well, if I'm going to say them, like, all right, here. No, you see me in public. You see me. You're going to go up. You're going to ask me. I'm trying very hard. I'm sweating a little bit. Let's do this. Helicopter. Holy smoke. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Dude, that is a great job you're doing there. I'm avoiding your eye contact. Thank you. Wow. Hey, I think you're you're pretty good. Uh, you could you, you um, could probably make a lot of money doing this. How long you been out here? I probably light them on fire. Hey, I bet if you lit them on fire, people would. I know it's your first hour. You've just, only made just, about a buck seventy five. You could really turn this up. Please don't light these on fire. We need to monetize. Is, my mom got these for me. Uh, I, oh, I your mom. That's are. cool. Your mom must be a cool lady. She's, hey, do you mind if I give those friend. things a try? Um, I want to see the weight of them because, like, I could go get some lighter fluid, and you know, if they're if they're light enough now, we could weigh the those felt tips down, and you know, we could just weigh them down a little bit of lighter fluid. We could set this on fire. We could get you some real money. Um, um excuse me. Excuse oh, here, no, just um, let me. Um, we're, excuse let me. me we're, we're trying to hacky sack here. Um, oh, me. hey, go in with those guys my... in Hacky Sack for a second. Yes, my... I mean, I'm going to ask you for my pointers. So... Oh, you're a great hacker, too. You just kind of took them. Ah, oh, man. I just... Hold uh, on, hold on. I just dropped the third one. So how do you do this? You, like, hold it between? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I work very hard. you, like, hard toss it up, right? Years. And then you kind of... Oh, hold on. I got it. Oh, no. Oh, oh. You shouldn't try to baseball bat hit them. Um, that's not... You want to spin them. You want it to be artistic, and, and you want it to flow. All right, uh, hold on, hold on. You're being very, very um, you're scaring me. Uh, this, is, this is hard, dude. I'm not. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't did mean to scare you. Here, no, hold on, hold on. They're, they're there. I didn't put him down. I'm not trying to scare to you. Me. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm hey, listen, scared. guys. Am I scaring him? No. Are you sure? See, I'm not scaring pants. you. My pants are wet. 
Oh, oh shit, dude. All right, uh, well, have a good one. Um, oh, uh, hey, hey, you guys, does one of you have any change? Um, are you gonna, are you gonna hurt me? Out. Can I, can I leave? You have a quarter at the bar? All right, cool. All right, there, there you go. Can, there you go. All right, I'm, I'm gone. No, you know, you're good. You're gonna, good. Don't worry. Don't worry. But, um, Gonna, I'll come back with I'm that lighter food. Let's basement. get you some money, buddy. All right, see you later. I'm never going to see the light of day again. Okay. And that's how that would go. That's basically you scared someone into letting him touch your stuff. Stuff. Well, I mean, I guess. That, you know, when we played the scenario through, what you're saying sounds reasonable. <laughs> yeah. You definitely oh. just went up to someone and stole their thing. But I didn't mean to. I did it all in a really nice way. I was very courteous about their feelings. I mean... <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like you shouldn't... I, I know that this there's a lot of sayings, but I feel like you shouldn't steal a child's devil sticks is one of them. Like, how old was this note. guy you were playing? <laughs> how, how old? He was definitely was? in his 30s. Young 30. Young 30? Yeah. Yeah. I think... I think I was pretty reasonable. You just made that kid an incel. <laughs> well, yeah, what do you think? You uh, you got what you need? <laughs> I think I got what I need. So here, I'm going to read this before writing the next song. I promise that this song so. will have no Death Race 1989 references. Other than that, you, words Paul don't Fuck matter. You, Paul Rudd. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And um, then I also wrote down that I should put some stank on it. Um, yeah. There's a lot of good emphasis on words. You all well, like the sound it. of Axl Rose um, being pleasured. So, you know. Uh, yeah, you like that. Uh, so, listen, I can't I can't help what you freaks like. The people like that. So we got to we have to deliver. And then I have well, to did put you emphasis. Also write down that Words don't matter? Yeah, I wrote down words don't matter. I wrote down to put down some emphasis down. So it's like, words don't matter. Yeah. So it's like, ah, yeah, stink, put on it. You know? Oh, yeah, this is going to be awful. Great. Put some stank on it. You know, you got to really put some stank on it. I can, I understand all those words. I think that's a real, I think that's a disadvantage. Can, and so we have uh, dream jobs there. Yeah, what's your thing? Yeah, you got your dream job. But I, I just think, consider the last time I kind of gave you verbal thrashing for the song you played us, right? Yeah. But keep in mind. If you don't have lyrics, if you don't have the actual lyrics, I can't be mad at those lyrics. You were mad at the lyrics last time. What oh, if I those copied, are terrible lyrics. What if I copied the exact music, tightened it up a little bit, i.e., like, you know, I made it so that I could hear the beat oh. I was playing along to? Oh. And, all right. What if it had <laughs> totally different words, except for maybe the, the ones about, you know, the acid binds and the thrusting? Yeah, I mean, we've all watched The Simpsons. We don't need to make more references. All right, here we go. So here's what you want. <laughs> You want a song about dreams and dream jobs that don't okay. involve being sure. a death race driver. As much of a yeah. fantasy oh, as that be. is. Oh, and you you want a lot of nothing in there. You want the song to be primarily nothing. Well, all right. So you could start off with like a like you could start the song 
you'd be like, I'm in the zone. And you can hear like a, a, a phrase or something, right? So you got the, the, the opening pulls you in. You're like, oh, yeah, he's in the zone. And then you're like, bitch, oh, and you're just like, people are going to like that. But they're not going to know the words that like rhyme with zone. But there's a lot of them. So they're just going to like make up their own. See what I'm saying? Pat, I think this is terrible. I think the zone is much more amorphous <laughs> than that. a concept like You're just uh, saying it. a death car. I, I'm not saying use the phrase "I'm in the zone." Oh, okay? don't use that. Oh, <laughs> you because could sell great. The auto zone with that with that sentence. But any, what I'm saying is, is you have a think of um, informer, right? People what only know one song? word in informer. Do they say no? Yeah. Yeah, look up that song. Look at Bobby Bad Fingers in a week ahead. Make sure you get them all in there. Don't forget Bobby Bad Fingers. Bobby Bad Fingers. Check. Bobby Bad Fingers was what Freddie Got Fingered was based on. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That probably would have been a better movie. That was a mess. Yeah, well, except for that scene that I live in infamy about Daddy liking some sausage. That part was great. <laughs> yeah, you could put a part in, you could put a breakdown where you just rip off Freddie Got Fingered and talk and ask your dad if he likes sausage. But no, we just started talking about that, like, in order to get it into the song. I feel like it didn't come up organically. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, though? I would say this. Tom Green and Nasty Nathan Sharp share a lot of the same energy. That yep. energy is, um, I'd say, sexually frightening. I mean, they both found their biggest successes in Canada. It's true. Yeah. Listen, and, here's the you know. Here's the deal. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I can do anything you ask me to do, except I can't rip off a Freddy Cut Fingered because I've never seen this movie and it's one of it's on my refuse to watch list. <laughs> oh no. There's Hi. ten movies that I can't ever watch. And that's oh, no fly list? You have a no fly list for movies? I have a no fly list what for else movies. You got like what else is on there? Uh cars. Cars 2, Planes, those are on there. There's uh, three? You put three for one? You could just say the Cars movies. That's not... I have, have ten movies, and I don't want to watch those. So okay. I'm putting them on the list. As okay. I was saying, Cars, Cars 2, Cars 3. Any given what? Sunday. Okay. Uh, on the I waterfront. Oh. Because the killing, the, the 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 frightening animals dying. Yeah, sure. Dead presidents. That face makeup gets me every uh, time. That's creepy. Down. You know the the thing with the the face paint when they're robbing the bank. Can't watch that. Yep, dead presidents. Um, Requiem for a Dream. I'm never watching again. Also, throw that movie yeah. Pie in there. Requiem for a Dream was good. That Pie movie made oh no sense. God. I'm not watching that one I again. was literally going to say both of those movies. Yes, those are bad movies. Memento, I'm never watching. I'm going to have a tough time with Ooh. that, and I refuse to watch something that's a chore. That movie sounds like a chore. 
Um, it's, it's, it's good. That one is not a chore. It's not a chore. A Christopher Nolan movie. Except, and then it's, I feel like he was like, huh, how can I make this more confusing? And then he made Tenet, which is a very big chore. Yeah. Memento is actually pretty good. Yeah. It's it's very easy to follow. It's very well done. It's it's not like big over budget. It's it's a very accessible movie. Well, you got a lot of the guys from uh, the Matrix in there. I'm glad that people watched it because I'm not going to. It's on the list. All right, and it can't be taken off. But I understand. All right, here's what else is left. Did you guys did you guys see Tenet first? No, I haven't seen Tenet. Christopher okay, Nolan's think, been really bothering. We, we might have really. talked about this. We might have talked about this. Right? Did we talk about it? I think we talked about it. I don't know. I don't know. It, it sounds familiar. But anyway, what else is on the list? Um, let's see. I mean, we have a lot of them. We have Raging Bull, a Meraki man. I'm not going to watch Raging Bull. <laughs> I'm not going to watch the better movie. What's it's not the better you? movie. How could it be the better movie? I've seen Rocky, and it's great. Don't tell me it's a better movie. Did it have sequels? Great logic. Yeah. Yes. I like how you're like, I already saw the best one. I'm not going to allow another challenger. Hey, hey Nate. I, I have some, Nate, I have some uh, some news for you. Uh, Raging Bull actually did have a sequel. Really? Yeah. What's the name and of I'm it? I'm Googling right now because I don't remember it, but it came out eight years ago. Was it's it Taxi Driver, Bull. where the first nope, Raging Bull was so bad Bull. that he had to go on a killing spree to cure it? 2016. Oh. Does it have De Niro in it? Uh, no, it has uh, an actor named William Forsythe, which I can recognize him as the... Uh, you guys ever see that movie Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo? He Great was the top who kept following around Robert Schneider and like showing him his penis and stuff. Weird great. guy, but I recognize him from that. <laughs> Just throws it out there. Great movie. Yeah, like, does, this, does this look like a is this Dick Little to you? I don't know. You're a gigolo. Tell me, is this Dick Little? I like how small dick. I like how he refuses to watch Raging Bull, but then you bring him Deuce Bigelow, and he's like, "Great movie." Because <laughs> it has a sequel. Because it has a sequel. <laughs> Jesus, what's the all right? So I, I, I'm I'm not really paying attention to how many uh, movies you named, but I, I I think you're falling quite short of ten. I mean, give me I'm, at least two more. I'll save at least the rest of. The, I want to save some of the spaces for movies that might come out in the future. So there is that. If you only get ten, <laughs> you have to watch every other movie. <laughs> you just have a no fly list, and there's only for some reason, and there's only ten. There's only 10 spots, and you want to keep them open? That's ridiculous. you got to keep them open. All right. Well, what let's else get these last couple movies watching. in, and then we'll probably uh, let you get on your way so you can we don't want to take up any of your valuable songwriting time. I got, a, I got some – this is valuable time. Listen, I can't watch Freddy Got Fingered, so we have to think of another movie not on the no-fly list that I can pull from. What are other movies on the no-fly list? Oh, I'm not going to see that movie Unbreakable with Mark Wahlberg. Um, that's out. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about Unbreakable with Bruce Willis? Yeah. No, what uh, what's the of? one where Mark Wahlberg joins the Philadelphia Eagles? Uh, Invincible is what Yeah, I'm not going to watch that and one. It took, me, it took me several years to figure out that it's called Invincible because his character's name 
his Vince. Yeah. Really? It turns out just at the end wow. is that it's Vince McMahon. He goes on oh, to make yeah. the uh, WWE. Not quite true, but uh, don't fact check us on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Invincible, last one. What else you got? Um, well, I can tell you I haven't seen Gone with the Wind yet. And it probably won't happen at this point. Canceled. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was I thinking about Gone You're with the out. Wind? I was thinking about The Sound of Music. Um, but oh, you're going to put both of them on that list. They're, they're far enough down the list for me to watch that, you know, I'll get yeah, to every you, other movie before them. Both those were, when they're, VHS, when they're on VHS, when they're on VHS, those are a couple double tapers. Yeah. Yeah, cut they're out the double tape it. movies. I don't need to see Braveheart again. Or Titanic. What? I Dude, saw Braveheart it a hundred times as get a seventh grader. hundred times. <laughs> so I saw it so many it's times. hot for Leo. But... <laughs> Yeah, so that's my movie list now. But it's amenable, you know? Amendable. Yeah. I'm amenable to amending well, the list. We'll come there back. We we'll come back next week with uh, some yeah. more uh, of our, uh, you know, no-fly list. Maybe some recommendations for the no-fly list or yeah, maybe right. recommendations uh, that we think you all should see. But uh you guys got anything else before we wrap up uh, and let you get on your way, let you write some songs, let the creative juices flow all over your keyboard? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right well uh, good stuff guys good stuff guys uh and uh yeah well uh we will uh get back to you after this I was making food tonight, and I started singing "This Is How We Do It" by Montel Jordan. Classic. Oh, yeah. And and I thought that uh, that this dog Wallace loved it because he like approached me with his like ears perked and was like, "What's going on?" I was like, "He he looks so interested." I thought he was gonna like jump in and start spitting a few bars, but then he just started barking at me like I was attacking him. Like it just. It, it went from him being like, yeah, this is cool, to him being like, you got to fucking stop. And I tried to get a recording of it. I like, tried to. So, like, I was going to send it to you, Nate. I was mm. going to take a video of me just singing. This is how we do it. And I so I started singing the first verse. I got through half of the first verse. And the dog just looked out the window like forlornly. Like he knew that I was be- recording him and he was like, nah, you don't get that again. And he just like looked out the window like a villain from like a 90s corporate drama. It was really weird. All which, right. Uh, which, which 90s courtroom drama? Devil's Advocate? Corporate. Corporate drama. Oh, and right. uh, I, I guess, uh, you know, any of them, if there are any, I don't know. Did you ever see like, that movie, The Devil's Advocate? Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, great stuff. I mean, that's I, pretty I, good. Yeah, I like that southern accent that Keanu Reeves has. Some of the movie. I like um, how Al Pacino's like, "I love the smell of sulfur." Hooah! There's this, uh, there's this great part where Keanu Reeves is is up, uh, is up uh, at uh, Al Pacino's apartment. I think with like Al Pacino's secretary or something, and. Kenry looks around and he's like, uh, where's his bed? And and she's like, oh, he doesn't have a bed. 
He's like, where does he sleep? She's like, he doesn't sleep. He's like, where does he fuck? And Al Pacino walks in and goes, everywhere. <laughs> that was a really good, that was a really good over the top Pacino. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. He, I, I, every time I see him act, I simultaneously think, how on earth is this guy an actor? And also he's the greatest actor in the world. Yeah. Well, you watch him in old stuff, and you're like, oh, I get it. Like, this guy's legit. But then, like, even in movies where he's great, like in Heat, it's like he does a great job. But there's still, like, certain scenes where he's like, she's got a great ass. Yeah, that is so out of place. But, man, just having that said to Hank Azaria, and he's just, like, shocked. Or he's just, like, so confused at what he's doing. I'm like, I guess it plays right, because that's what he needed. He's trying to confuse this guy into, like, into, you know, turning. Yeah. And uh, she's got that fat ass. I don't like Al Pacino talking about those things. It's not, it's not, um, can you all hear me okay? I don't think, I don't think, I don't think he's a, you know, I don't think he's a, he's a sexual man. What if I change his name to Albert Pacino? Well, Albert Pacino, that's a, I mean, that's a fucking solid name right there. I can, I can work with that. Albert, Albert Pacino gets it on. You think so? I think so. You think Albert Pacino gets it on more than Al Pacino? Uh, well, it's like it's we're talking about caliber. I'm talking about quality and caliber. And I think Albert Give Pacino really knows his stuff. So you know, uh, you story about when he was getting his uh, his uh, his SAG card. You know, he he goes in and he's like. You know, I want to be Albert Pacino. And they're like, oh, there's already, already someone with that name. He's like, oh, you can call me Al. That's real? That's <laughs> <laughs> no, not real. <laughs> and the person was like, yeah, buddy, you can call me. <laughs> when you call me, you can call me Al. Oh, God. We don't. We can cut that out. That was dumb. I, no, uh, that's great. Guys. All right. It's the best song ever written, so well, I think we I, can reference think, it as much as we want. I think I owed it to the listeners. Uh to uh you know bring myself down to Nate's level after last week's performance. Pat, your turn. Yeah. You know what? It's 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 I'll say this. After after l- the last song, it was bad. Now you got to do a good song cuz the last one was bad. All right. And so and if you don't, it's you we you remember you said you'd let us cut off your pinkies. Here's the yeah, deal, Pat. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, lose your pinkies. Do you want to hear what Here's the deal mistakes. is? I went in hard. I went in hard. I don't know what you'll think. Because quite frankly, I question your taste. I have spent days. My what? I have spent days in your puddle of mud playlists. And I absolutely (laughs) question what you have done. I had to to cleanse my, my algorithms with a steady diet of meatloaf and Tyrannosaurus Rex. It was, um. Now, hold on. Hold on. For the listeners. It was a heroin. I experience. love Puddle of Mud. Really? No, I don't. That was no. a joke. I can't well, even. You can I can't even do a mud. fake. No, I can't. I don't though. I don't like that. that are they, I don't like. Are they one of those Christian that bands song. that sing about being like a puddle of mud? Are they like a Creed no. style? Yeah. Yeah. Clay. Yeah, you're, you're thinking jars of clay. <laughs> ashes to ashes, puddles of mud to puddles of mud. 
Jars of clay, they count only blue cars. Oh, man. I haven't thought about that. We need to get in a 90s rock alternative ASAP. Because that song, that song will rent your heart. Heart rented. They're definitely not not a Christian band. Uh, No. They They sing that one song about Jesus. They sing that one song about Jesus. She fucking hates me. Um, <laughs> it's just about. A lot of people don't know. Jo- yeah. Joseph's like, why won't Mary have sex with me? She fucking hates, <laughs> she hates me. me. <laughs> yeah. Ever since she got laid by God, you just really haven't been able to hit the spot. You know yeah, what I mean? Sorry, I, sorry, I can't live up to God. Yeah. It's like, oh, you made a workbench. Oh, you made a sawhorse. My guy, he makes the world yeah. and the universe. He made light. Uh, and he was just like, she fucking hates me. The son yeah. of God's in her womb. She fucking hates me. So they sang that song, and then they also had that one uh, blurry, right? That, that's Puddle of Mud. I don't know if I remember blurry. You have to sing it for me. Oh, I got it, guys. All right, listeners, settle in. It's like... Uh, um, everything's so blurry and everything's so gray. Everything oh, yeah. is heaven, everything is so messed up. Right. Uh, let me see if I can get the chorus. Do you think he was sad? That song's about tra- oh, yeah, yeah. Can you take it all away? Can you take it all away? When you shove it in my face. That song could be about space. Like, you could replace face with space and, uh, you know, maybe put a little bit about death rays and cars. And, like, it could be a good one. You know, maybe put in some buzz pedals. Yeah. Don't. Oh, God. Good segue? Oh, boy. (laughs) Great segue. Oh, boy. All right. So our prediction last week was that when we when we had our is this a rejoinder? I think it's a rejoinder. I'm not sure. It's a rejoinder. Right now we're doing a rejoinder. So, yeah, it's been a week since we last made fun of Porno for his last song. Nate. And our our joke was that, uh, yeah, Nate, for the viewers that don't know him, uh, sometimes I let it slip that his nickname in our group friends is Porno. but uh, yeah. we were kids. What were we yeah. thinking? We what were we thinking? Grow- we, we were, how were we supposed to know that he how- would grow up to be an adult? Yeah, Terrible. right. Yeah. But uh, the joke was that he was going to make another song worse or the same, <laughs> the exact same song as Death Race 1989, a song that we both just just hated. Which, if you're going to use. You know, drops from that episode about me being unhappy with your work. Like, that's the best place to go for those. Eight. Listen, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do when I when I go back and I get my drops. I'm going to get them from everywhere I please. Listen, I'm going to find inter- impersonators, imposters, you know, actors. I'm going all over the place. I've got I've got methods, Patrick. I have methods, and I know people. Well, before we get to the song, I think we should do our, uh, let's do our ad reads. Get those out of the way, and then uh, get into this song. That's what the people want to hear. We have to get paid, and I put in a lot of labor hours. You all owe me a lot of money. Right. 
Um, so yeah, obviously Blue Chew, we love you. They're not going to pay us this week, but you know what? I took a Blue Chew last week. I've been hard this entire time, just to mescent for the entire week. And I got to say, you know, if they're going to put in the extra work, I'm going to put in the extra work. You know, I don't even have, I'm just hanging out in isolation. So it's really, a, it's a pure waste of an erection for a full week of erections to just go by. And I, you know, the only thing that's, that's going on really is it's, it's, it's as lonely as I am. So thank you, Blue True. You've made me really think about decisions I've made that led up to this point in my life, but, um, you're not paying us, but I love you. And thank you for all you did for my boner. Um, Max, next, next read, please. Oh, uh, we're not going anymore. Blue Chew. Well, they're not paying us this week. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, right. I'm just um, so uh, you know, this is a long week. You know, I, I just wanted to come home and come, you know, because I still commute to work and uh, just kick my feet up with a nice ice cold Coors Light. Uh, there's nothing colder and fresher than the, the the Rocky Mountain water they use to make nice, refreshing Coors Light. Uh, every time I go to Colorado, I think to myself, how can I get me one of those fresh Coors Lights right from the tap? You know, I just go and dip my head in the stream, and there it is. That's Coors Light, because most people don't know when the mountains melt, it's all Coors Light. Not quite as carbonated as it used to be, but still just as refreshing and delicious as when you crack open one of those silver bullets. We are hot for the Rockies here, people. Yeah, we and you know what the the cool thing about Coors Light is they know who they are, you know, and and the thing the the thing that I like about their their ad agency is they they told us you know tell us a real story about your life and tell us tell us why you know you love Coors Light you know, and just be honest because that's what people want to hear and and my story is that like you know if I'm gonna get blackout drunk drinking some like bullshit beer. I, I go for a beer that really doesn't get in my way, right? Because sometimes you you want to get just hammered. You want to get blackout. You want to forget the decisions that led you to this isolation and this boner that won't go away. And you're thinking and you just and you just want to get blotto, man. And, and you don't want a beer. You don't want like a heavy beer that's going to make you think like, oh, this is hard, right? You want something that you almost don't even notice you're drinking. And that's when I reach for Coors Light. Easiest to drink beers. Yeah. Yeah. Pat, when I'm working out and I just, you know, had a nice hard workout, you know, when I walk 12 miles in the treadmill, way over my 30 minute limit at the gym. Oh, yeah. The only service that they sell at the gym is Coors Light because it is refreshing. It's got electrolytes, plants frame it. It's Mm -hmm. got. Uh, it's got all of the food groups in it. Um, there's a little bit of strawberry in there, a little bit of celery, uh, yep. some dairy, and and the other ones. Yeah, uh, it's got a mise en place of the different uh, the different vegetables and food groups. You know, a lot of people don't yeah. know there's a full pierogi in every single Coors Light. Yeah, you look, you turn the can around and it shows all the things in it. One yeah. pierogi, a whole head of lettuce, and. Uh, <laughs> Two ounces of of, uh, of uh, ladies' breast milk. It's Every good. can of Coors Light. And it's surprising how easy it is to put those buddies down. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a 300-pound guy, and I got to drink a lot of beer if I want to not see 
um, what I'm doing correctly. And I got to tell you, the cool thing about Coors Light, you can get those in those 24 packs and you can just race yourself. You know what I mean? And it says here on the copy, see if you can drink more today than you did yesterday. And I've been doing that in quarantine. A lot of people, they've been doing a lot of different actions they've been trying to like learn new hobbies and stuff you know get new talents get new skills i've just been trying to drink more beer today than i did yesterday and uh, i just follow that rubric and that uh that uh, coors light puts on the package there and uh man oh man um is it hard to wake up in the morning but i'll tell you what i forget my nights and that's what it's all about when you're in isolation this deep abc always be corzin that's the slogan <laughs> and mm-hmm. don't fact check us yeah, right. that's right. Thanks for the paycheck. <laughs> um, uh, before we get into it, I'd also just like to say um, to our Patreons, I, I know you've been asking for more. I think it's pronounced Patreon. Patreon patrons. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So patrons yeah. on our Patreon page, I know you've been demanding more and more uh, popping videos. Again, we're slathering our backs as much as we can with uh, oil. And mayonnaise and that kind of stuff. I haven't washed my back in years. Um, this is our biggest money maker, and we understand why. The weirdest thing is how positive you guys are in uh, in the popping videos on our Patreon. Um, I don't, I, I, I don't quite like how um, positive you are in those in those uh, responses and your comments. It's a little scary comparatively where we get made fun of almost a hundred percent every other video we put on patreon um it's there's a little too much fawning i'd say in the popping videos but again we're slaves to the money uh we will put out as many popping videos as we can um i know that uh, nathan has started a uh my only fans uh website again for one his feet and two his popping videos which you guys are a little too into, but, uh, you know, it's want and we need that money. So we'll keep doing it. And, um, you know, if I ever get assist, uh, knock on wood, pray to God, I'll upload that video for you guys. Uh, I'll put it behind another paywall, but, uh, you know that you'll pay it. You weirdos. Um, just love doing these videos for you. Max, please help me out. Uh, uh nate do we have time for a mailbag question oh no we lost him oh no we lost time for a mailbag question Uh, i love the mail we have time for a mailbag question i'm hot for that i'm hot uh, for the mail dan Dan h in north carolina asks why don't more of your songs sound like incubus yeah Um, i don't i don't know why i uh i don't know uh enough about their uh you know their their chord structure or whatever whatever it is musicians do um i'm just here i just show up and talk um so why don't more of our songs sound like incubus i mean they're great uh they got me through a lot of hard times uh yeah yeah um as i always say uh um that uh stellar was basically like the space oddity of my childhood i've always said that yeah way before this week it said it for my whole life uh you but, say it when uh, it's not appropriate. Yeah, yeah, I said it at my brother's wedding. And my, yeah. Uh, best friend, it was <laughs> very out of place. Uh, but, you know, I think everyone understood what I was trying to say. Uh, I've never seen a crowd cry that yeah. much. They were just happy I didn't say succubus. So, yeah, uh, right. I think it worked, I think it worked out well. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, what do you think, Pat? Why don't we set our song sound more like Incubus? Should we be saying Incubus more? Maybe the uh, Amazon algorithms will, will try and sell us more Incubus records if we just talk about them more? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I think the, the easiest thing to do would be to make fun of Incubus in this scenario, right? Like, oh, these sellouts, oh, these guys. They've been popular for a long time, right? And, and you know, when I was growing up, uh, they were they were new. They were different, and I liked them. They were part of that like kind of like, you know, alternative – they weren't new metal, but they were kind of in that vein, right? Like who, came in. like who was stank. Yeah, we get it. Stank is a poor man's incubus, but uh, yeah, mm. yeah, I would, I would say that. Like Chevelle is a poor, poor, poor man's uh, watered down version of um, of uh, Tool. That, you know, they're just like worse versions of a good band. But um, yeah, I think Incubus. Is one of those bands that uh, you know they can if you're if you're paying attention, you know, their hits I think are they play them so much you're kind of bored with them. But that guitarist, he knows what he's doing. He's a good guitarist. Yeah, he's a good guitarist. It's it's like uh, like trapped is a poor man's Nickelback. I get it. I get it. Do you have any oh. more compa- any more comparisons? Take on, I'll take you all. Man, I haven't heard of thought of trapped in so long. <laughs> Headstrong to take on it won't. That's yeah, trapped, yeah. right? <laughs> sure is. Sure is. <laughs> I thought that song was too angsty as a teen. I remember being like, yeah. "Oof, I'm not this bad, am I?" I don't think I was. Uh, yeah, I it's would like, agree. Uh, it's like how um, Uncle Cracker is a poor man's Eminem. I would say Uncle Cracker <laughs> is a poor man's Kid Rock. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. I like that. I like that a lot. And how is Uncle Cracker doing, man? I hope he's good. He had he's, a slew of hits. Do you think his nieces and nephew call him Uncle Cracker? Yeah. Or you think they call him? They'd be. A, you think they call him Uncle Uncle Cracker? <laughs> that'd be good. Uncle Uncle Cracker. Yeah, that'd be great. Do you I think so. his children call him Daddy Cracker? What's up, it Daddy Cracker? Not. Probably just call him Dad. Yeah. I don't think they do that though. Do not, yeah. No, probably it's, not. Uh, you should start calling your dad Daddy Cracker, Nate. See how that flies. See how that flies. We'll see how it goes. I guarantee your dad does so many things where he just, like, his response is to just let it pass. Like, don't make a stink of this. He'll just keep doing it. Oh, oh, like that, the strategy <laughs> where you don't react to something because once you get yeah, a reaction, like, like yeah, morons right, yeah. will grasp onto it. Yeah, right. Yeah. I bet you come home from like for Thanksgiving every year and you're like, oh, Daddy Cracker, how are you? <laughs> and your dad just hugs you and loves you for real and just like makes eye contact with your mother and her eyes are all big like, what do we do? And he just shakes his head once and she nods. And then he, you keep saying like sex man or something or Uncle Daddy Cracker, you know, any of your terrible sayings and people just allow you to say them, but they don't give you any reinforcement either. Either. Listen, when you say terrible sayings, I haven't said the words daddy cracker until you mentioned Uncle Cracker when I was specifically <laughs> mentioning all of these bands that you have poisoned all of my algorithms with because you're like, hey, you 
want to listen to Incubus, you gotta listen to this puddle of mud. I am human clay yeah. now. <laughs> listen. This, yeah. is, this is not the argument I made. This is decidedly unsex man behavior. I never said listen. I would never tell anyone to listen to Puddle of Mud. I wouldn't make Puddle of Mud listen to Puddle well, of Mud. Well, listen, I was going into Incubus because you were talking about the Incubus, and I was uh, seeing what people that <laughs> like Incubus also like, and it was a nonstop parade of your puddles of muds and your I'm trapped in the dirts and uh, and all these. It was it was just nonsense, pure angsty nonsense. Yeah. People that need to Guys, release a nice Uncle bowel Fracker movement. Is tearing us apart. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll say this. I'm not going to pretend like I didn't like Incubus when I was a child, but I'm also not going to pretend like I like Incubus now. But I will acknowledge that that guitarist guy knows what he's doing. That's a good guitarist. I mean, he was, but uh, he he wasn't professional musician for the last 25 years or so. I mean, he knew what he was doing before they got yeah. popular. Yeah, 25 years. That means uh, pretty soon we'll see him in uh, Cleveland for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You think they'll invite us? Me? 25 yeah. years. That's your induction. Yeah. That's when you get inducted in 25 years after yeah. your first we'd album. Like, so we'd like to thank Pat Lyle for, for defending us on "Is This a Hit?" Is it a hit? Is a hit? This is hit? Question mark. <laughs> Well, All right. really looking forward to that. Can't wait to go to Cleveland. Haven't been there in a couple of years. Um, happy to celebrate uh, another Cavs championship, five in a row. And, um, yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, right on the uh, Lake Ontario. Yeah. yeah it's we a can... great lake. Fantastic. Yep. It's a pretty good lake. Yeah. And the the river can catch on fire. An incubus can serenade you to sleep with songs like Drive. Did you know that an incubus is the opposite of a succubus? Like, instead of being a yeah. dude that's been sucked down, it's just a, a a demon man that just spreads his demon seed or something. I don't like this. I don't like anything yeah. about yeah. the implications of this band. That's I want no part well of incubus around me. Wedding. I mean, that's why I yeah. went well at my brother's wedding. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Great. <laughs> killed. That joke killed. So yeah. did he. People loved it. Yeah. yeah loved it all right well do we have any more in the mailbag um as always you guys can send us mail to is this a hit at um stink dot dog no it's, um, we have a new email address it's uh it's is this a hit at carl.fuzz.com okay carl.fuzz.com yeah make sure you put um in the subject um daddy uncle cracker uh that'll let us know that you've been listening we'll take we'll read those ones first it'll get routed so, to the right uh sub sub inbox yes yeah yeah now as long as karen can handle um keeping the inbox um clean we have a lot of work we got a lot of work in that inbox it's just a mess it, is, it really is like hacking through the jungle it's not fun i'll say this you guys are bad writers you don't know how to write an email and also I, I'm almost positive that uh, Nate asked for this. There's a surprising amount of dick pics in our email inbox. I'm not real enthused to read through those. Um, but yes, um, Nate, if you want us going, please make that stop. Thank well, you. you know. You got to keep a nice narrative story structure going. So I encourage people to send me them, you know semi-weekly so that we really get a good um you know a good progression of what the 
the states of, you know, their undercarriages looks like throughout the weeks, the months, and the years. They'll, they'll be happy when they have it later. I gotta believe that this is illegal. No, these people are all consenting adults, and I'm a consenting adult. I'm just keeping a rather large email list. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what's, like, um, what, what are the hogs on our our listeners like? They got... Uh, what I've seen, I, I'm like, hey, they're, they're doing better than me. But, like, it also, it just seems like they're, a lot of them could use a tidying up, I'd say. Mm. Yeah, here's the thing. What I've noticed is that among our, particularly our listeners, um, they're, you know, their hygiene habits have really started to go downhill since winter hit. Yeah. So, you know, like, you know how sometimes you have, sometimes people choose to draw, you know, they'll make these abstract sketches. Sometimes people aren't the best artists, but, you know, those people that do draw, they often do draw the little squiggly stink lines just coming, coming yeah. right out from, uh, you know, from below their waistline. So... I mean, it doesn't bode the best, but on camera, everything looks pretty decent. And and you know what? If you guys want to send us uh, before and after uh, pictures of uh, you know COVID isolation, like what's your what's your uh, your your area look like down before, all nice and kept, and then you know as time goes on and you've been in isolation, uh, you got your your uh, frightening unkempt um, dick picture. Um, you guys can do that. Nate, you can rate those. Maybe you'll write a song about it. That's right. And also our sponsor, Blue Chew, is asking for before and after Blue Chew pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we're not getting paid this week by Blue Chew. I'm, I'm, I'm nearly certain. They're paying us in picks. <laughs> we all, we all figured right. that some sponsors would drop. <laughs> So people, I'd like, to, weird I'd like to, they, talk to you. It's weird that Blue True dropped us after dick pics. That's the weirdest thing to me, right? right. It's the We're not house. that kind of company. But they don't know. That's what they said. They don't know they what that kind of company. What the creative process is about. And I'd like to <laughs> to talk to you all about the creative it's about crowdsourcing process. a bunch of dick pics. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going, Nick. Listen, Speaking my of email crowd, list is like a veritable human <laughs> of New York. I think we're ready to hear the song. To hear the song. <laughs> All right. Let me give you some backstory into this song. There were some notes that you had. I tried to address them. You all didn't like okay. the very well-written, but maybe slightly underperformed Death Race 1989 track. And you know what? You have your opinions. So uh -huh. I may or may not about. have completely redone all my thoughts about what taste is. Or I may have just repackaged the exact same thing in a more fantastic format. <laughs> if you made another Death Race 1989 song, my God. Listen, I'm really going for a rock opera here. Think? I'm going for a rock opera here. So this song, I can tell you, it doesn't reference uh, death or races or even years. <laughs> but it falls in the same universe. It's part of the same universe. 
All right. Just let's rip this fucking Band-Aid off. Huh? All right. Here we go. Keep, keep Let me get yourself, my notes out, you piece of shit. This, this is the first time for the podcast, but this is actually a pre-recorded song. Yeah. Which because... I'm very excited about i'm excited for production value you jerks demanded effort. effort it was not expectations was are high not pleasurable to go through i'll tell you that much 10 so out of 10 will it. not do this again <laughs> now max we had a lot of um we had a lot of contests um that we started all right, you all are patched in we we got the money for oh can you so what, and, is that, uh, what does this mean patched in first before we uh, get to the contest? It means I have to connect the output of my hula to your to your thingamadoodle. Got it. You can hear me. Remember the Matrix when they, they plug in? Mm. Yep. Joy Pants. Yep. That's patched. what this is. Yeah. All right. But anyway, uh, that we have like set aside to be part of a... Um, contest uh-huh. and here's what i was thinking okay. is we just say someone like we'll we'll say a fake name right like oh roger roger in in, in palestine you won the hands in the hard won, body contest you won the hands in the hard body contest 50 percent of the proceeds and the, but we just don't we don't give anybody any money we keep that money what the listeners don't know is that Roger and Palestine is actually an, an anagram for Max and Pat get all the money. <laughs> the perfect plan. I hope nobody in our in our in our in our fan base knows how to do anagrams well. I put a lot of time into making sure that Roger in Palestine is also a full sentence. But yeah, exactly. Who, who taught Dan anagrams? <laughs> That's a good song name. Who taught Dan anagrams? <laughs> hey, are you writing this down? No. <laughs> Absolutely no. not. That's too convoluted. Am, That's one of those songs. A real song's got a name like Tony. I, I am uh, rewatching Thirty Rock right now, and there's a there's a joke in I think season two where he, he uh, the Black Crusaders are following him and. He's like, this is an anagram for this. And Jack's like, who taught Tracy anagrams? <laughs> yeah, he's pissed about it. That's yeah. good. Well, I think this is what I think, is that we'll keep making up contests, having our listeners send in money, send in dick pics, whatever, and then we'll keep pretending like someone won. We'll just keep that money. Got it. And yeah, that'll be another way that we fund this podcast. Um, so far, people have been really good, but they're like frighteningly easy to steal all these people's money. Um, yeah, good thing we're patched in right now, which means no one can hear us. Just a bunch yeah, of rubes right. out there. Bunch of rubes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we'll talk about grifting over charities and, you know, kids' hospitals and whatnot a little bit later. We'll do that via carrier pigeons so no one, no one has any communication of it. So That's good. Um, That's a good yeah. idea. Do we have a song yet? Yeah, this song's called Tony. Reaching tires, blaring horns, an ice-covered street. The heart of Detroit, the smell of leaking engines in the sleet. A rumbling bus hurdles down Woodward Avenue. Tony's got a little secret 
We've all got secrets too. His mother thinks he's a night watchman, and in the daytime he's a shut-in. But like the cars in the street, his dream's motor keeps on running. At his destination past, the oil fire's burning. Where Frankie sings in leather gloves, Tony walks down the turning. Dragging a black black case, rolling in the asphalt, he slips into the one place where he needs to take his mask off and he thinks, there's oil on the carpet, loose change on the floor, sticky spots from spilled drinks, commotion the night before. He greets the manager, the bartender, the dancers dressing in the back. Then he unpacks on the stage his point of attack. There's sparkle on the metal, there's gleam in his eye. The turntable is ready, but he's feeling a bit shy. The doors swing wide open, the customers start to bust in. There's a job to be done, and his comrades, they trust him. Hey, Tony, get on up to play. Come on, we're waiting, Tony. Your strip club DJ. There's a fight in the back, but I think the bouncers just jumped in. There's dollars on the floor, they're few, but they're coming. There's glitter and there's glam, beer filling the glasses. There's spectacle poles, not to mention bouncing asses. There's glitz and hot lights. High heels and steam. One girl is backstage wondering what it all means. Is this all there is? Should she just keep on running? Well, we don't have all the answers, but I think he's got something. Hey, Tony, won't you show us all the way? I wanna believe Tony. You're a strip club DJ. Make a wish, Tony. Wish to a star day. You're a big fish, Tony. You're a strip club DJ. his way to the top, making a name in the scene. Give it up for Tony, he's living his dream. He'll tell a joke from time to time, but they're not very funny. But he's not here for the laughs, he's here to get money. He's making it work, he's making them twerk. The crowd is spending like they're trying to buy peace on earth. Pass the candies and the crystals, the people all shout, it's not the stilettos, man, you're what it's all about. Hey, Tony, do it your way. Come on now, Tony, you're a trip up DJ. Hey, Tony, 
how you play. Come on now, Tony. You're a strip club DJ. Tell me how horns go. After night, he works up a sweat. He's getting drenched for the ladies. He's never failed them yet. Miss Nuclea Seekers, the beat is hot and dropping. The crowd is on the feet, and all the pussy cats are popping. Hey, Tony, you gotta get all the way. Come on now, Tony. Come on now, Tony. You're a strip club DJ. And all people say, Oh, yeah. Something like that. Like that. Now he's the best in the world. He never pulls a punch. He's swimming in tip outs. He's buying naked lunch. He believes in his greatness. Maybe we can too. Now I'm gonna do me. And hey, you do you. And Tony. Show us how you play. Give it up for Tony. Get off, Tony. Today is the day. You're the best ever, Tony. You're the triple DJ. We need you right now, Tony. And we're willing to pay. It's a real honor, Tony. A strip club DJ. Live the dream, Tony. You're a strip club DJ. Never stop, Tony. We'll dance the night away. We'll dance the night away.
All right. Well, that was an experience. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. How are you worried about that? Well, yeah. this is, it's part of it's literally the exact same thing that I was going for with Death Race 1989. If I had, to. yeah, but okay. So I'm proud of you, son, because you put forth the effort. Yeah, that sounded great. There was like layered music. Yeah, we'll talk about. Um, I don't think we got 100 percent of the music. There's a lot of there's some stuff that's kind of like far away. When well, we're not to talking it, like, about the mix. This is a I mixed this in 10 minutes, yeah. Pat. So you fuck yourself. I was just <laughs> no, I just wanted or to hear not. the mix. Not the, a hit. You, you have uh, no the I'm. You're right. I'm not trying to shit on that. I'm just saying, like, oh, I wanted to hear that. some of the stuff in the background a little more because it was like drawing me in. That's a good thing. I was engaged. Your, um, I won't say harmony track, but your harmony track is hilarious because it's just you kind of screaming. It's great. Or is it Kim? I couldn't tell. It was it Kim? Well, that was supposed to be the lead vocal. <laughs> and then Kim came in and said, what are you doing? You're just shrieking in that room for seven minutes. <laughs> and? So I decided to put a, a lower lower register vocal. Put the other one in. I, I don't it, move. It's, you got, um, oh, who who is the singer I'm thinking of? You got like kind of a sing talk vibe going. Dang it! Well, all right, I'll talk weird about Al. things. That, yeah, you kind of got a weird Al sing talk thing going. You're thinking uh, Bob Dylan, probably right? Uh, no, I was gonna say so. For, so the way that the the song is written, it, it really has a Billy Joel esque like everyday man mon- like sense like that. Did you get that feeling? Where it's like you know you're making a ballad about <clears throat> like uh, just like. You know, Tony, a strip club DJ guy, it's like it's just making him like the music is so good because it makes you feel all like he's like just killing it. He's just doing a great job. And he's doing God's work. And it's just like, keep working hard, Tony. You're doing a great job. Yeah, but I also think that this is the song that reminded me the least of Billy Joel that Nate has performed. I feel like the first two or three songs were like, man, this is Billy Joel because I mean, it's all piano, obviously. But yeah. Uh, but I, I also like uh, I like picturing and I was I was envisioning this song as, you know, it's obviously from the point of the strip club DJ. But I, I, I viewed it more as like this is this is how he sees himself and this is what's going on. In, in, what's going on in his head. Oh, it's like he's he almost has this like this like childlike sense of importance where, you know, like you said, he's doing God's work. But like. Like none of the music there would ever be played at a strip club, but this is just yeah. like he tunes out everything else, and like and like what what we heard is like the the, the soundtrack of his inner monologue. That's and, cool. Uh, I I really liked that experience, and I really enjoyed the song overall. Uh, it it was great realizing what the song was about. That was a real treat. Um, you know, kind of kind of halfway before you uh, mentioned Strip Club DJ, I was just like, oh man, this is where I want the song to go. I, this is what I want you to take from our last conversation. <laughs> I'm very happy that that's the direction you went in. Um, I'm happy that it doesn't sound at all like Incubus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I think I know 
where I'm going to side when I have to vote. Yeah, same here. Terribly. Yeah. Yeah. Not a hit. <laughs> Garbage. Ballads aren't hot right now. Yeah. What is it? Stained. Get out of here. <laughs> you can't get away with ballads anymore. You idiot. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, yeah. Pat, what do you think? I This is what I'll say. I, I want to talk about the musicianship here is that you actually, like, you have a horn section. You, did you play guitar or is that just uh, piano made to sound like guitar? You can't make piano sound like guitar, Pat. Can you? You did okay on the guitar. That sounded, that little, like, that, that guitar thing that was going on in there sounded pretty good. Sounded pretty good. So, nice job. I like that. And the horns and how the horns match the, the gibberish. You got the gibberish. You got the strip club DJ. I mean, I think you knocked it out of the park. I think you know you knocked it out of the park. I'm confused as to why you were, like, worried. I wasn't worried. Part of me just thought that, so this song was originally 11 minutes long. <laughs> Oh, I could easily. I, I would. I could see this song easily becoming eleven minutes long. Yeah, eleven minutes. I had to do a lot of trimming and then a live fade and then a tempo speed up. Yeah. Oh my god! When I was this laying down the bass track, I, the, the 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 guide track. After I was done, I was like, "Oh, oh dear." <laughs> this is well, very you about, long. You know, some hits, some hits from the past. Like, rap, let's just say, let's say, rappers delight. Original version, the un, you know the full the full single was fourteen minutes, and then they cut cut it down to about six for the radio, and that's still too long, but that's what they had to do, and that's kind of what you did here, man. Eleven minutes, cut it down to wherever that was. You know why? Because this is a hit. It's a hit. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, I need to. I need to smash something in here. I need some champagne. I need to rub it on my face. Hits. You know, you making the out machete. Never working song, again. The, the way you, the way you kind of talk, sing it with the lower register thing. It's kind of. I figured out who I thought it sounds like. It's kind of like a Leonard Cohen song, oh, and I really yeah. wanted to say Mark Cohen, but that's not right. <laughs> No. Um, this wasn't walking in Memphis at all, even though that's the perfect song. Um, but this was very much like a Leonard Cohen, like talk. And you just had a lot of patience. And I think that's one of the things that he has. Sings. He's just like this cool guy that can sing about weird, absurd stuff and just have this confidence to let the song ride. I'm glad you don't, you aren't confident enough to let a song ride for 11 minutes though. That's good. Because I don't have the patience for that. But that was good, man. I would like to see a fully realized version of that song. I would like to, like, listen to it and, uh, you know. I'm uh, give it, I, I'm good with the way it is. Uh, if you, you know, we got some other past songs that probably require more work. Um, <laughs> this one, I would throw this one as the fifth song on an album, and I'd expect it to sell. Yeah. Yeah. This This is good. This is one of those deep cuts that the fans know oh, about. Oh, yeah, this is the one that, not, that, that people hold up signs for on, for on the floor when you're at the Madison Square Garden in 15 years. Yeah, this is the one that, um, it's not the song that, that, that's a hit on the radio. <laughs> Give us concert, concert. 
Yeah, when it's in the concert, you hear a bit. You hear like, isn't that cool when you hear like a song that's a crowd favorite? You're like, oh wow, this is, wasn't on the album. This wasn't what I thought people would like. And like, you hear like the crowd belting it out. I could hear a whole crowd of people screaming out, "Hey Tony!" I could hear it, just like ending a show with this song. That. Yeah, um, and I think that this song opens up a lot of merch opportunities, which, come on, that's what we're all about. All about getting We love paid. our merch. We love, love our, our merch. merch. Yep. Yeah, we love, our, we love our merch. We love our scams. I think we can do a lot with this song, and I think we can, we can just really skim off the top however we do it. So this is exciting stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this is really good. Anything yeah. else? We got anything else? I, I think we got to do our rating. Uh, oh, rating. Uh, I'm giving this a solid A minus. Okay. Okay. So it's a uh, hit. Oh, definitely a hit. Definitely oh. a hit. I uh, I like this one a lot. Um, I felt connected to it, as you know. I think that Nate was did a good job at listening to me. You know, mm-hmm. no one ever does that anymore. So it's just good to have someone listen to me when I. Uh, well, here's what I, I think about. about so my rating, I would give it. Um, a B plus, and um, sorry to cut you off there, Max. I just I, I guess I just don't care what you say, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I would give it a B plus, and I would say it's a hit. And um, you know, it's not a hit like we discussed. But it still falls within the hit range, right? Yep. Sorry, so, Dan from North Carolina. Job. Didn't sound at all like Incubus, but yeah, I, just I know got you. The question today, you should have emailed me earlier. Yeah. Yeah, and I did my best to try to push um, this this whole podcast into an incubus format, and uh, and and by God, I'll continue that push, um, God willing. And I know I got the support of the viewers, and uh, we'll just keep doing it. We'll keep pecking at them until one day we're going to be singing songs like "Make Yourself" and uh, the one where he says "To resist is the piss in the wind." And that's a cool one. Um, does will end up smelling that's a real line from an incubus song by the way um, i will trust you on that one <laughs> one of these days we'll have a full incubus breakdown um it happens to the best of us um and we'll go get there the podcast will be an incubus podcast soon don't worry i know that uh the vocal minority want that and we are governed by the vocal minority that's what we always say and that's what we believe. Squeaky, squeaky wheel gets the grease. That's right. Absolutely. So, uh, Nate, are you happy with that? You, f- you should be a proud boy. Are you a proud boy? Listen, <laughs> I'm not a proud boy, but I'm a happy boy. Here's, here's the thing, though. You almost had him. You almost had him. Oh, here's man. the thing. Yeah, oh, oh, God. That was all right. <laughs> <laughs> that was our goal for the week. To see. We don't even care if you played the song. We just had to get you to say you're a proud boy. Oh, man. We almost had it. We almost had him. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Go on, Nate, to say more. Sorry. All right. Uh, now, I'm, oh, I'm less happy now that you've just put me on an FBI watch list. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm I'm happy that you came around to the Death Race 1989 world. 
all part of the multiverse. <laughs> it's, it's not a multiverse. It's one verse. The one the universe. Death verse. <laughs> death race verse. Yeah, this is clearly takes place in a post-apocalyptic 1989 version of Detroit. Mm-hmm. So R- RoboCop. It's pretty much RoboCop. Right, yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. Talking about strippers. <laughs> oh, man, that guy's the best. Oh, man, Paul Verhoeven. That guy really knows how to blow a guy's head off. Or shoot a dude in the dick. That guy does a great job. Yeah, he, uh, we could probably talk about him more next week because I feel like we have a deep well of things Paul Verhoeven related. Yeah, sure. If 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 Nate can't make a song based on our love of Paul Verhoeven videos and movies, then I don't know. I mean, I don't. He's not worth yeah. his salt. That's basically yeah. what it's All right. What do we say? We wrap it up. Uh, yeah. th- thanks. Uh, thanks again, to listeners. Join in uh, next week for a brand new song, probably about Paul Verhoeven. <laughs> thanks, guys. Bye.